Second Kings chapter 4. I want to give you what's on my heart. Second Kings chapter 4. Starting in verse 8 this morning. Verse 8. We'll read to verse 17. If you ain't got your Bible, it's, it's on the board for you. It says this. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunammah, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, must have been good bread, he turned in. How many of you keep going back to Hank's when the hamburgers are good? This portion of the service is brought to you by Hank's Drive-In in Rafford. But you keep turning in to eat thither the bread. Verse 9. And she said unto her husband. I got tickled right here. I can't help it. I couldn't help but think about you and Granny and Poppy back there. Because Granny's always giving Poppy jobs. I ain't, And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man. Talking about Elisha, a holy man of God, which passes by us continually. He's frequent. He's he's often. All the time. So, so, so. Let us make a little chamber. We're going to do an addition, a makeover. We're going to renovate. We're going to add on. I pray thee on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in there. And it fell on a day that he came there, and I'm just using there because thither makes me want to spit this candy out on somebody, that he would turn he turned into the chamber and he lay there. He's, ha- he's enjoying. He's enjoying. He's reared back. Belly's full of good bread. He's reared back. Enjoying the nice place. And he said to the Gehazi, he's got company. How many know when the bread's good, you take company? He, and he said, Gehazi, his servant, unto his servant Gehazi, he said, call this Shunammite. Call her. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. You've been so good to us. You've been so good to us. You've been so good to us. What is to be done? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? Wouldest thou... Be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host. And Jesus answered, hey, hey, I, I'll get the language. I'm just kind of a common lady. I just live here amongst my people. I'm just, I'm just faithful here among. I just dwell here. I just, I just enjoy being here. I just dwell among my own people. Verse 14. And he said, what then is to be done for her? So something. And Gehazi answered, he knows a few things. He says, truly, truly she, she, she has no child. And her husband is old. But he said, how many, how many, sometimes the season looks like it's past. Sometimes it looks like the season is gone. Looks like you've been on the sideline too long. And when he and he said, call her. He, he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, about this season, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, she said, nay, my Lord, don't be, don't be fooling with me. Don't you be fooling with me now. Don't you be fooling with me. Don't you be jerking me around. Don't you be, don't you be telling me this stuff. Don't you be lying to me. Do not lie unto thy handmaiden. How many know, how many know when you've been set up and you've, you've come short, you've been discouraged many, many times, 
You kind of get like that sometimes. Don't you be telling me this stuff. And the woman conceived. She bare a son. At the season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. What a piece of scripture. Brother Angle, would you bless this? God Almighty, your word is holy. You are holy. We thank you today for being in a holiness church. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word that's infallible. It shall surely be done what you have said. Now we ask you to anoint the pastor to expound therewith. And let this be a tribute to you in every respect. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's bless him. Come on, let's lift him up. Hallelujah. Shake somebody's hand on your way down. Hug her neck, what have you. Feels good. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I, I want to give you this thought this morning. I want to give you this thought, and I'm just going to kind of hit the round, the round, the, the round, the ground running. I'm going to hit the round running. I want to give you this thought, though. I want to talk to you about getting good, getting good at faithful. Getting good at faithful. I just want you to have that a minute. Getting good at faithful. Amen. Getting good at faith. I believe, I believe this morning as I, as I bring that to your mind and, and I'll show it to you, I, I'm just opening. This is, this is Brother Keith Lincoln's is opening. I'm not preaching yet. I'm not in the text yet. I'm, I'm just opening. The greatest thing I believe you can do, listen, can do or be is to be faithful. The greatest thing you can do is faithfulness. The greatest thing you can be is faithful. I want to say that, I want to say that, and, and don't let this offend you, but I, I, I know this this morning, I know faithfulness ain't exciting sometimes, it ain't sparkly and pizzazzy, and it ain't New Year's Day, whoo, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't fireworks sometimes, I'll take a little fun, faithfulness ain't sexy, but faithfulness is solid, it's solid, it's solid. It's solid. I, I believe it's, it's above talent. It's above ability. It's above intellect. It's above many other attributes that I could ramble off this morning. And I can tell you, I believe that faithfulness is, is far above even them, as awesome as them things are. I, I just bring out this thought. I, my marriage is ascending. My marriage is ascending. Now in its 30, dang, 37th year maybe, I don't know, or heading towards that, heading towards that. Hey, when you've been married that long, we don't need one remembrance. She's back there thinking on it too. I could have said 38 and she'd have went with it. But, 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 you know, and, and that's why I even brung out that the faithfulness ain't always sexy because I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. Uh, uh, it, it takes faithfulness to get 37 years. Now, now, Daisy Duke Shorts walking across the derby when we was having a derby that one Saturday evening might have got my attention. Might. Might. But let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. It was, it's been faithfulness. That's kept us 37 years. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. And that's just the truth. That's the truth of it right there in a nutshell. I, I got to thinking about a story that I read. Uh, and I'm, I'm still not to the text yet. I got to thinking about a story. I got to thinking about a story that really exemplifies what I'm going to try to bring up this morning that I had heard and seen one other time. But it, it, it's in Acts. You remember in the book of Acts, uh, in, in, in the last part of the chapter, chapter 1, that, that, that Judas, of course, had killed himself, had died. 
And according to, even the Bible says, according to scriptures, according to the scriptures that Acts says, that we need, they, they got together, we need to pick out another apostle. Because there's just 11 and there's supposed to be 12. Remember the story in Acts 1? I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures here in a minute. Judas was dead and the scripture demanded that they be another one. And, and in verse 25, in verse 20, 25 of, of Acts 1, uh, it says this, that, that, he may, that, that, that he may take part in this ministry and apostleship. I just want, I just want to bring this out just in case you don't realize that this, this was the highest calling in the early church and in the church, period. I want you to get that. Highest calling. And the reason I'm bringing this out because because who it is that they looked out for, the qualifications that they looked for. What they, what they, what they were searching for when they was going to appoint this new apostle, the highest in the church. Not just to sing a song now. That, 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 that's got qualifications, or, you know. Or not just to be a pastor, that's got qualifications. But, but we're talking apostleship. It's going to be right there with Peter and John and the others. What was a what what would qualify for such a venture? What what would what would be the thing? You know, you, you would think I would thought I would have thought if we're looking on this, if I was on some search committee, and I was on, I would think you know with talent. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna have to be good with people. They're gonna, they're gonna have to have some intellect. They're gonna have to have they're gonna have to have some ability. Uh, they're gonna have to be able to, to to maybe bring the word in such a way and and to be flamboyant or or to be uh, 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 pizzazzy or. Or, or to be uh, charismatic, you know, good, good attitude, and I and I believe all that was important, but but that's not really what they look for. You you can see uh, in in the same scriptures, Acts twenty one and twenty two. If you back up about three verses, this is who they were looking for. He says, "Wherefore of these men, all these that's gathered, all that's here, all that's come together, which have accompanied with us all the time. Listen, all the time." We're looking for somebody. They've had to be with us all the time. We're looking for the high calling here. We're looking, we're looking for that's going to fulfill the highest things in my life. What's going to help me reach 37 years? What's going to help me be at Walton 25? What, what, what's going to help you and what God puts on your heart? What, what's going to help you fulfill Every desire that the Lord births in your heart. What's going to help you? What's going to bring that to fruition in a season? Well, first of all, first of all, they've had to be with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. I know where I'm going. You might every now and then you might have to tell me to work it out, but I know where I'm going. If I get hung up on you, that's what y'all should start doing from now on. I'm just going. This this will help y'all and help me. If I, you see how I'm hung up, just just somebody standing up saying, "Work it out, preacher. Work it out." I probably just started something bad. I don't know. I don't know. Work it out, and I will. I will. I will. Listen. It's went out and in with Jesus from the beginning, from the beginning, from the baptism of John. Was there? Was there? And they seen Jesus. something here. Unto saw him baptized. Seeing the ins and the outs. How I many know Jesus ain't always in? Sometimes he's out, but but you've seen it all. Work it out. Beginning from the baptism of John unto the same day. As he was taken up, ascension, 
this is who it's got to be. This, this you're gonna be this, you're gonna get this high call. He, he's had to, he's had to seen him baptized, the ins and outs, heard him talk, heard him preach, heard him speak, seen him do, watched him walk on water, watched him heal, watched him touch blind eyes. They might not have said a whole lot, done a whole lot, but they've been there the whole time. They've been watching, they've been observing, they've been in the midst of it all. Watch all, everything. Watch him, watch him that same day. This same Jesus was took up from them and disappeared. Qualifications, qualifications. In, 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 in what they were saying is he's had to be faithful. He, he, he didn't have to have great skill, great talent. He didn't have to be a good singer, good preacher. Thank God. He didn't have to be good at this or good at No, no. What he had to be was faithful. He had to be there. He had to be there. He, he had to see it all. He, there, had to be, there had to be this faithfulness. There had to be this faith. Didn't worry about it. I, I believe, and, and didn't have to be super talented. Didn't have to be super, super gifted. Didn't, didn't have to have all these things. It's a certain thing. But to fulfill the highest calling, I want to tell you again, to fulfill the highest calling on your life, you're going to have to be faithful. You're going to have to be faithful. Whatever God's put. So, 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 some little young in here this morning may be, may be thinking about marriage. Or if you want to, you want to get to that place where, where, where it's, it's that storybook that you've got in your mind, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to be faithful. You're going to have to be faithful. That's what it's going to take. If, if you're here this morning and you desire to serve God and to do great things for Him, well, you've got to be faithful. You want to be a good friend. Let me tell you what. You've got to be faithful. Believe me. I believe it. And here, here's what I know about all that. I want to tell you something. God rewards. I want to say this again. God rewards faithfulness. It's not a bad thing. God rewards. God still rewards. God still rewards. I, I, I know the prosperity gospel kind of makes us squinch a little bit when we talk about reward or something. But I'm going to tell you something. God still rewards faithfulness to Miss Lily. He does. He still rewards faithfulness. He still rewards folks who, who have seen the ins and the outs of life. Seen when it was when when it was when it was popular to serve Jesus, but been there when it was out. I was going to tell you, you stay in it, even when it's out. Right now, I know we got all this excitement, and it's in. But what are you going to do if it's out? You stay faithful. You need to stay faithful. Why? God rewards. Woo! He does. He rewards faithfulness. God don't overlook faithfulness. God don't overlook faithfulness. I want to tell somebody this. You know what I found to be the big equalizer? If you ain't super talented, if you ain't super gifted, if you ain't super intellectual, if you ain't this and you ain't that, and you, ain't, you know what the big equalizer is? Faithfulness. Come on, somebody. That's what it is. It's the big equalizer. Faithfulness. This guy named, and this story was Matthias. Him and Justice was faithful. Just two. They couldn't find but two faithful, but that's all they needed because then they had to, they had to do some crazy thing to pick lots or throw lots. I'm not even going into that right now. Some of y'all be wanting to get a lottery ticket when you leave here. So we're going to leave. We're going to leave that, that throwing lots thing alone. But, but in Jesus' name. I'm just kidding. Work it out. Work it out, preacher. He, he, he don't overlook it, though. At the end of your life, don't, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't you have a heart and a desire and affection to hear those words, well done. Thou what? Thou what? Thou good and what? What? Work it out, church. What? Oh, 
you've been, because you've been super talented over a few things, you've been super smart over a thing or two, I just want to tell somebody, you can know a lot, but you'll never know it all anyway. You need this equalizer. But because you've been faithful over a few, he takes no pleasure in them that draw back. Them that push forward with faithfulness in the ins and the outs. Seeing it in its infancy and being there at the ascension. I'm way, I'm way out there somewhere where y'all ain't, I can tell. Y'all need to work this thing out. Y'all need to work this thing out. I'm, I'm way too excited about faithfulness one. I don't know. Yeah. It'll bring glory. It will. It will. That's my greatest attribute today. It is. My greatest attribute. You know, well, I've been here. Well, I've been a Christian 30 years. Faithfulness. Well, I've been here 20 Faithfulness. Why? Why 37 years? Faithfulness. Most of it on the first seven years was her faithfulness. But it was still faithfulness. Faithfulness still kept the ship up. Amen. I'll come some tell somebody this morning. I come to say, hang in there. There's your word. Let, let me just let me be prophetic a little bit. Hang in there. Let me tell somebody over here. Hang in there. Hang in there. Hang in. God's going to reward it. God's going to reward your faithfulness. Hang in there. Miss Lily, you've hard in Miss Lily's been hanging ten for a long time. I know that's a surfing analogy. That's all right. I can see Miss Lily surfing. I don't have a bit of problem with that. Work it out, baby. Work it out. Yeah. Introducing. This is introducing. <laughs> I get way, some of y'all are depressed about that. And I resent that. I resent that. Amen. I, yeah, we don't have church tonight. Hang in there. Surely God's going to reward you at the end of this service. Hang in. Put your toes over the back of that surfboard. Have I got that right, surfers? I got no surfers in here. We all from the mountains. We don't sink in there. I heard that's what the hang ten means. I don't know if that's true or not. Until you hang your ten. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out, preacher. Work it out. Work it. Work it out. <laughs> I have found in faithful. Listen, you know where I have found greatest intimacy has come because of faithfulness. I've enjoyed things with Christ, child of God, because I've hung in there. is an interactive service. Woo. Woo. That was a sweet, that was a sweet preacher. Woo. Delightful. Great, great intimacy. Great intimacy comes because of faithfulness. In the ins and the outs. 
when I didn't feel like it, didn't feel like being in church, didn't feel like studying, didn't feel like opening the Bible at 3 a.m., didn't feel like praying, didn't feel like whatever. But faithful, my God, she done my side. Faithfulness, faithfulness led, led to some of the greatest intimacy with our Lord. Get this off of me, I'm gonna blow up. They don't help me deliver this, so I'm gonna blow up this morning. Oh and, and through that intimacy, through that intimacy, you know this, you, you gain experience. Through 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 hanging in there. experiences with that. We, we gain experiences through that intimacy. You don't get close to Jesus, you're going to come away with an experience. People, t- people tell me I, they ain't had no experience, it's because they ain't had no intimacy. And if they ain't had no intimacy, it's because they ain't been faithful. That'll preach right there. I could go on and re- re- reiterate that again, but I hope you got it because i got to work it out because I'm not even opened yet. Here's what I learned about experience. Are you ready? Experience, yeah. I've learned, and I heard this said one time. Somebody hold up smaller than me said this. I, I try to always say that when I know it's so. Sometimes I say stuff that other people said, like 99% of the time. But, 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 sometimes I don't know who said it, so I just say it, I just say it like I'm, I'm smart. But this time I know somebody else said this, and I don't know who. It don't matter. It's an old saying. It's an old, goes way back. But I, I've heard this said that a man with experience will never be at the mercy of a man with an argument. I don't know who said that, but it's true. That's why they wanted old Matthew or Justin, because they were men with experience, and they knew when the shoot on my side, and when the argument would arise. Well, well, I I just don't know. I just don't know that if Jesus really got Lazarus out of the grave. I just don't. No, Matthew could say. Matthew could say. You know what? I was there. I was there. Hey, hey, and they might have said, I don't know about all that wine stuff, turning that water down. I don't, no, no, I was there. I, I, I don't know about, about that healing, healing of lepers. I don't, no, 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 I was there. It's called faithfulness. It's called faithfulness. You, you, can't, stand, you can't stand up against the arguments of the world. Hear somebody, hear somebody. You can't stand up against the arguments of this world unless you've been there. Faithful. I know what they say. They say I'm crazy. They say I'm crazy because I believe in the Holy Ghost. They say I'm crazy because I believe in tongues. They'll ask me sometimes. Not y'all. You know who they are. They ask you too. You know who they are. They ask you. They, y'all really believe in speaking in tongues? They, they, you know, they do, they do. And of course, of course, they look and they look and they look and look at you cockeyed like you're crazy. They want you to water it down. And I thought, oh yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then they got this argument. And, and I'm just kind of like Matthew. I ain't got a reason for everything. I know a few scriptures. Most of the time they don't want to hear them. Anyway, so all I can say was, I was there. I was there. I was there. I don't know what happened. I was like, I just tell you, I was there. God rolled me around in the sawdust. Wow, sawdust. Let me just fill in. Some of y'all ain't never been to an old-fashioned revival in the sense, in the sawdust. <laughs> and God brought me to the front. Oh, before the preacher ever got there, I was rolling around in the sawdust. And, oh, when they, when, when they stood me up, he said, what's wrong? What happened? And, and all I could do, all I could do was speak. All, all I could do. Was speaking in tongues. That's all I could do. Couldn't do nothing else. Couldn't do nothing else. I tried. I tried. I scared myself. I said it the first time and I <laughs> I was there. I don't care about your arguments. I don't care if you say it ceased and it don't happen no more. I gotta work it out, preacher. I don't care. Sometimes. All right, I'm I gotta leave. I gotta leave my openness. 
Well, I got to finish, but the good news is this will be backwards. So, so, how do I get good at being faithful? It's all that that I said, and so much more. How much have I left out? A lot. Because y'all kept telling me to work it out. A lot. So how do, how do I get good? How, I want to look at this Shumanite woman. I had to work this out. I want to look at this Shumanite woman just for a minute. Go back to 2 Kings 4, and verse 8. Verse 8, and I want you to see something. Because I, I think from her life, from her life, I'm going to give you about three or four things. You'll see how I can get good at faithfulness. Does anybody care? Oh, I'm going to get good at faithfulness. I'm going to be there in the ins and the outs. When it's popular, when it ain't. When they're when they clapping. Stop right there, man, because that's really where it all begins. Now, I want to tell you something. If you want to, if you want to be good at being faithful, you got to realize that nothing, nothing, nothing just happens. Nothing, nothing. I mean that. I believe. I believe in the total sovereignty of God. Good, bad, sad, whatever. I believe God. If anything, if anything happens that God ain't got control of, that's what I tell y'all something. He ain't God. Now, he may allow things. He may allow the enemy. He may allow Satan. He may allow various things. He may may allow various things for the purpose of his full glory, for the purpose of his full plan. All that may be, and maybe you don't see it. Maybe you can't figure it out, but I'll just come tell you something. Uh, uh, Nothing just happens. I want to tell you something real quick, real quick. In the Hebrew language, there's not even a word. Some would think coincidence. It's not even a word. There's no concept. Where there's no word, there's no concept. There's no idea. It's not even existent. The Hebrew mind, the Hebrew mind, those that served and followed God, those that were God's people, knew that nothing, not nothing just happened. Not anything. Nothing. Nothing. God orders steps. He does. There is no coincidence. My times the psalmist said, is in his hands. Nothing. you you got to realize that, that no matter what, no matter what comes, for the ins and the outs, you got to be faithful. Why? Because nothing. Do you see it? Shumanite woman was faithful. Why? Because nothing just happened. Nothing. We might be entertaining. Who knows the presence of God? Angels, the scripture says. Who knows? Nothing in dark, black, terrible, horrific times. We still stay faithful. Come on. There's nothing. Nothing. Y'all check out on me just yet, are you? Come on. Come on. Nothing just happens. I don't even have to know, know it all. That's the cool thing about if you stay faithful. I don't have to know the details, the content of tomorrow. I just know I need to be faithful today. That'll simplify your life. I, 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 I ain't got to worry. I ain't got to worry. I ain't got to fret. I ain't got to fuss. I ain't got to get excited about what tomorrow holds. You know what my duty is today? Be faithful today. Nothing. Nothing. Yes, yes, because nothing just happened. No coincidence, no coincidence. She knew that. She just stayed faithful. She just stayed faithful. Faithful in the hospital. Faithful in a mess. Faithful when everybody left. Faithful. Faithful, showed up. Kept at it. Hung in there. There's no such thing as coincidence. I like what she said. She said she went on and she said, and she, the woman that, that, that fell on day while she passed through was, and there was this great woman. She wanted to give him bread, constrain him to come eat bread. He passed, as he often did, and turned in the other to eat. Now, verse 9, verse 9, and she said, listen, she said unto her husband, listen, this is what she said. She said, behold, behold, behold now. 
now. now you going to be faithful? You got to get this Shumanite's mind. You want you to be good at being faithful? You got to get the Shumanite's mind here. Now. Come on. Now. Not tomorrow. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Faithfulness ain't worried about tomorrow. You know, you know why I, I, I realize, you know, you know why people, why we love a lot of times looking to tomorrow? Because that don't require faithfulness. You know, today. Today requires faithfulness. And, and we can make ourselves feel better. Looking to tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Next week, next time, next time. I tell you, when I get another shot, next time, that'll take faithfulness. That'll take good intentions, good heart maybe, good thoughts. Don't require no faithfulness. Y'all out there, I'm going to tell you something right here. Work that out. Work that out now. Behold now. Not looking beyond. Not looking here. She realizes. Here's what she realizes. Here's what we need. If you're going to stay faithful, you need to realize that your next is now. Your next is now. I don't know whether y'all just quiet because you're soaking that up. I'm not just in the introduction anymore. I'm preaching now. Where is this church? Your next. She knew. If you want to be good at be good at it, be good at faithfulness, you gotta realize that my next, my next is now. Verse 9, verse 9 goes on and says, Behold, now, not tomorrow. Now. No faithfulness for now. No faithfulness for tomorrow. Now I perceive. I didn't get far, did I? Sorry, I'm working it out. I perceive. Perception. Perceive. I'm seeing something here. He's by here. He keeps what she say? He keeps passing by here continually. Sometimes Jesus ain't Jesus faithful. You know, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Jesus is faithful whether we are or not. Yeah, you ought to give him, go on, give him glory for that. He is, sure enough. Sure enough. And 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 she she he keeps passing. That's the way he does. He just keeps passing by. He just keeps passing by. Continually. Keeps on, keeps on coming through. Keeps on. And and she she she's seeing that. She's understanding that. And, and she what she gets a hold of, she gets a hold of this. She, there's some, there's opportunity. There's opportunity in here. There's something in this. There's something connected here. You, you, if you're going to be faithful, you're going to have to be somewhat spiritually discerning. Discern what God is continually trying to work in my life. You, you ever go to church? You ever go to church and the preacher preaches different messages, but God keeps telling you the same thinking thing? I do know about that. What's he doing? He keeps passing by. Preach on tithing, they still get the other message. Preach on, preach on, 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 on what that friends, and they get that same message. Preach easy messages. They sit back there crying, crying on. Preach stuff, preach stuff that shouldn't even make, shouldn't make nobody cry, but they crying. You know why? He keeps passing. That's how I, I, I sometimes can gauge it. I'm like, well, he passing by, wasn't he? He, he, he come, there he go again. There, there go my Jesus again. There he go. So, so, so she, here's what I want to tell you. Here's, here's. Here's what she learned. You want to be good. You want to be good at being faithful. I want to tell you something. We, we, we'll receive on how we. Here's the key principle. Oh, here's what we will. 
peace like us ism. We will receive as we perceive. Did you get that? The teacher said it probably like you got it. We, I know it don't really fit my style, does it? I know, I know. I'm more like it everywhere. But, but, but if, if, if we only receive, I, I, I quote the scripture, we only receive as we perceive. And that's why this is important to faithfulness. I, I mean, remember, we, we talked here not long ago about the woman at the well. Remember, remember Jesus went back there. He went by there and he talked about the water and the living water and all this stuff and this, that, and the other. Remember, remember what she perceived him to be? Y'all remember? She perceived, oh, this, that, you are a prophet. And you know what? You know what? So he spoke to her like a prophet, didn't he? He got to tell her. He got to tell her, you know, you done had six husbands, and the one you're living with now ain't your man. I bet, she, I bet she wish she hadn't thought of him as a prophet. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Remember, old Nicodemus at night, he comes slipping into Jesus, slipping into Jesus, and then he perceived Jesus to be a teacher. Remember? I bet to be a great teacher. And remember, so Jesus, he's letting them receive as they perceive. So Jesus broke it down. He said, I'm going to teach you about the kingdom of God. And he went to tell you, a man must be born again. Come on. Ever how we perceive. But you shall perceive. You are holy man of God. God's working in you. God's working in this. God's at this. God's moving and functioning. There's something going on. Blind Bartimaeus by the roadside. Oh, thou Jesus, have mercy. On me, perceive that he's healing. Couldn't see a thing. Blind, blind Bartimaeus, I think that speaks for it, don't it? Blind, couldn't see a thing. But perceive. Jesus stopped him. He perceived him to be a healer. Amen. I believe it today. Spiritually, we got to perceive, perceive. What this gospel is. Perceive what Christ is going to do in our life. What God's Spirit is doing in your heart even now. When God's been speaking to you. Come on. You want to stay faithful? You want to get good at it? That's it. i got to close. And I have to hurry through this last one so I, so I can get to my closing. My first closing I might add. takes as long, but I'm just happy to close with it. Thank you, Keith Hankins, for all your help. Amen. Listen, verse 10, verse 10, I got, here it is, verse 10. So, 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 this is faithfulness. Here's faithfulness. We're going to be good at it. Let us, Poppy, I hear Granny now. Poppy! All the family says. They know, they know. Poppy! We got to, if I need anything, poor Poppy, I don't even tell Granny when I need something, because she's going to tell Poppy, Poppy, you got to go down there and help them with that. I feel, I, sometimes I feel bad for Poppy. I go kill beef the other day, kill butcher beef. I know y'all don't want to hear that stuff, but I go butcher beef the other day, and I didn't even, I, Granny got wind of it, and there, here come Poppy. There you go. Poor Poppy. What, what was that? I did. You're right. I did. Work it out. 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 Let us make a little change. How, how many know today? How many know if we're going to be good, be good at faithfulness, it, it's going to take uncomfortableness. It's going to take inconvenience. How, how many? How many? I know this is thought of anyway, but we're going to. And I know it's meager means to begin with, and, and I know I know it's going to be an inconvenience, and, and this is the home ain't going to be home like it. Things are going to be different. Things things ain't going to be the same. You want to be faithful? It's going to take some inconvenience. It's going to take some. Uh, it's going to take some hard. It's going to, have to count some costs. It's going to be hard. Can I just go on? Just faithfulness ain't always easy. That's why it's not popular. 
inconvenience. It's not the easy way to go. Let us, let us make this, it takes, it's sweaty. Sweaty faithfulness. It's quiet in this Pentecostal holiness library. But I learned from this woman. I learned from this shoemaker. No wonder she was a, what the scripture calls. I didn't bring this out yet, but here it comes. A great woman. You know why she was great? Faithful. Good gosh. Good gosh. Good gosh. She had, she had vision. Vision. I see something here. Have you ever seen something that can make a difference in your life? That Christ has showed you, God has showed you, the Word has showed you. But but it, it's gonna take, it's gonna take. Yeah, I might have to cut this. I might not can do this. But I really like this. I really work it out, church. She, she was energetic, or at least Poppy was. She's energetic. It's going to take energy. It's going to take work boots. It's going to take a hammer and some nails. We have to build. We have to change our whole dwelling, our whole structure, our whole way. It's going to be different. Friday night, it's going to be bang. I really like going to get groceries on Friday night. Madeline now. That's not on my notes. I promise. I can't really tell you because it's hard to read sometimes. I, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but strategic. Faithfulness is strategic. Strategy. It's, it's, it's this word, though, being all those things, but it's, it's really, truly be believing. Believing. Blessed. Simon Barger. Blessed, blessed Thomas, 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 let me tell you something. Yeah, you've seen. You've seen. I was about to hit another scripture that wasn't even tied to my message. Just the blessed part got me. I'm about to break into blessed are you, Simon Barjona. But anyway, uh, work it out. Work it out. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to work it out. Uh, Thomas, 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 Thomas. You believe because you touched and you felt and you seen. Blessed Blessed are those who have not. Seen, but yet, here's the word, believe. Blessed, reward. There's one reward for that believing, which is, which is a word that really means that are sure, that are steadfast, that are there, that are faithful. Having not seen. Seen Phoenix, yeah. We're going to build it. We're going to furnish it. We believe it. And I got to close. Here's my closer. Ta-da! Last part of that. Last part of that. Verse 11. I'm going to skip through it real quick. Go to verse 11. Let me just hit it. Because there's that day. He turned in. Yeah. He was there. He loved it. He kicked back. Verse 12. Verse 12. What can we do? Call her. I don't know. She's been so good to us. She's been so, so good to us. Verse 13. Verse 13, he said unto her, say, say, say now, ask her, he's been, she's been so careful, she's done all these things, what can we do for you? Well, you know, I'm just this humble lady, I just enjoy being here, I'm just, I'm just serving God, I'm just being faithful, just being faithful. Verse 14, here's, here's where I want to end up, verse 14, 15, 16, and he, he said, what then is it to be done? He just has to say, she has no child, her husband is old, verse 15, 
verse 15, and, and he said, call her. Well, she come and she stood at the door, verse 16, and he said, listen, about this season. About this season, according to the time of life, about this season, that you shall embrace a son. Quick, verse 17, and the woman conceived and bare a son. That season that Elisha had said to her, according to the time of life. I just want to, I just want to stop and bring this to a close right here, right here, right here. And this, is, this is where faithfulness takes you. Faithfulness takes you, takes you into a, let me just say it like this. Let me just say it like this. God, God will change your season. Just because you're faithful. Yeah, you want to thank the Lord. God will change. You want you need a change of season. You need a change. You need your season changed. This one's kind of dank and dark, and I've kind of been in this season for a long. Do you need a change of season? God will change. I just want to say this too. Let me just say this. God is the only one who can change times and seasons only one Daniel 2:21 he's the only one and faithfulness through all the things we see favor puts us in and let me just say this here, here here's some God 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 Ecclesiastes three eleven almost said preacher three eleven reason I do that I can't remember stuff real well. Ecclesiastes means preacher. And 311 is a road. New Castle. And then I, that way I go, oh yeah, Ecclesiastes 311. I look smart. But it's really preacher 311. But, but, but it says, it says, and every, God makes everything beautiful in its own time. He, 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 through our time, here, here it comes, here it comes, through the time. Through the continuously passing by. I've come to tell somebody this morning that God's been working in time to change your season. My God in heaven. He's been working in time. Your chronos. That's a Greek word. Y'all impressed? Times. Chronos. I only know that because Cindy, Cindy, she's a supervisor. And she'd come home all the time. She'd come home all the time and tell me I got to do chronos. Well, it scared me. I got to do chronos. I'm like, oh. Is it, is it, I mean, you know, is, is, is that like drugs? Is that like for a sinus infection? Sounds nasty. I got to do chronos. She'd tell me that all the time. Well, I, I finally, I didn't even ask her. I didn't want to sound dumb. I mean, no man, no man, no husband. No, we never lost. I Googled that sucker. Actually, I Siri'd it. How many love Siri? I got it on my phone. We ain't got the little box. I need to get me one. Probably one of those things in the middle. Well, I get the remote one. But Siri, what the heck is Kronos? Dang. And I found out it's, it's time. It's time. It's time in this world. It's, it's seconds. It's minutes. It's hours. It's days, it's weeks, it's months, it's years. My God, God is working even in our seconds right now to change somebody's season. According to the time of life, he's wanting to change seasons. He's passing by over and over and over and over. Over and over and over. And and faithfulness is what positions us in time. I just come to tell somebody, I come to tell somebody, you got to string some seconds of faithfulness together. I come to tell somebody, you got to string some faithfulness of minutes uh, uh, together. 
I come tell somebody else, you need to string some hours of faithfulness to get. I come to tell somebody else, you got to string some days, oh, some days of faithfulness together. I come to you got to string some months, some months, some months of faithfulness. You got to string some years, years. She some years. And all of that lines a Shumanite woman. Work it out up there, young man. I might take a boot off and throw it. working in time. Working in time. Sometimes it's the message, the song, the grin, the spirit, it's a word, it's his presence, it's a situation, it's it's death, it's life. But God's working working in your time. He's working to change the season. I come to tell somebody, behold, behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. It's with me. It's with me. For go reward it. I come to tell Somebody this morning, this is what you've been telling me. I come tell somebody, work, work it out. Faithfulness ain't easy. I come tell you, work it out. Faithfulness is tough. Work, work, work it out. Work it out. It's a good place to start this morning. I feel like we've built. I, feel, I probably have been up here long enough to build more than a little, a little side on the roof here. But, 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 but we've built a little something here. Actually, actually, can I tell you this? God's been building a little something here for a year or better now. He's been doing something in time. He's been doing something in time, sweet Alicia. He's been doing something in time to change a season. To change, he's been doing something in time. Will you discern it? Will you discern it this morning? All you can do is today. That's all I'm asking. Work out today. Such as simple as coming up here and committing to God. Work that out today. That'll change, begin the change of the season. That only God can change. How many in here, how many in here need a change of season? Be honest. Need a change of season. How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? Yeah. Need a change. Yeah. How many? How many? How many? How many? Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. You that's here, you're away from God, or you don't know him, never have known him as Savior, never called on him. He's passed by over and over. I know he has. Because he goes after that one all the time, that one. In the midst of 99, he's like, y'all hang out. I'm going. And I know if you've never known him, he's cut, he's been coming. He's passed by continually. He used to ride home me on the weekend from the party. And then 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, oh, you was just drunk, but Oh, no. When he'd enter, uh, that, that would leave, and, and, and it would just be me and him. And, and, and he was being faithful even in my unfaithfulness. And he was, he was, he was wanting me to work it out. 
by you here this morning, if you don't know him, I want to encourage you. That's what this service has been about. It's been for the others, but it's been about that. That's for sure. If you're here and you don't know Christ, or you're away from him. I want to invite you to come with the crowd that's going to come here in a minute who need a change of season. I want to invite you to come. I want to invite you to give your heart to Jesus Christ or to rededicate it, whatever the case is, to recommit it. Ask Him to be your Lord. Say, ask Him to forgive you. Ask Him to be large and powerful in your life. Tell Him, tell him go on and tell Him. I can't do it. He knows it, but go on and tell Him. I can't do it. He knows it. I know it. He knows it. I couldn't do it either. But you know what? He's faithful. He's faithful. A whole lot of people in here put seconds and minutes and years together because He's faithful. I want those that will this morning, those that need a change of season, those that need a Savior, those that need to come back to a Savior, I want you to come.